Hi everyone and welcome back to Smart Women Connect with me Sarah and Virginia and today we're going to talk about boundaries. So boundary setting is really important in our lives anyway to help protect ourselves, our own emotions and mental well-being but more now than ever before now that a lot of us are in lockdown we're more isolated than we've ever been before and you know a lot of us women are doing all we can for other people so we're nurturing our children making sure they're happy at home we're trying to be accommodating I say trying to be accommodating to our partners who are working at home we're making sure our elderly neighbors are safe we're making sure parents are okay etc 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 and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and we should be doing that of course we should however now the dust is the dust is starting to settle i think that we do need to start thinking a little bit more about how we're protecting our own well-being both physically, mentally, and emotionally. And that does require us to set some boundaries. And if you're listening out there and you're a people pleaser, this might all sound very uncomfortable to you. If you're not used to using the word no, then this can be really, really tricky. But we need to do it. We absolutely need to do it. And you know, it doesn't mean saying no doesn't mean you're not a loving person, you're not a caring person, you're not, um, you know, a, a kind person. It just means that you are starting to prioritize you. And prioritizing you right now is essential because if you don't have your health, then you can't do all of those things uh, for a prolonged period of time, potentially, for everyone else. Mm. I think it's interesting that you just said that say, say no, because I think from my point of view, or the way I look at this, this is not just a case of saying no to other people. It's also a case of saying no to you. Um, and the one thing that I notice, not that I very often scroll through Facebook, but I'm posting up, posting up things from the groups that I'm in and you'll have a little scoop through there. Um, and I'm noticing a lot of women who are, making excuses for the um, alcohol that they're now consuming um, and the changes in their diet and the lack of exercise. So it's kind of okay not to exercise because um, I'm in the house all the time and I'm going through this and I can't get outside. And they're looking forward to that glass of wine or whatever else they're having in the evenings. And you've got to remember that this is a temporary situation. It is temporary. And anything that you're doing at the moment, you're creating habits. You might not think you're creating habits and you might think, well, it's okay, I need this because of the situation that I'm in at the moment. Um, and I think I just want to say to you that you need to say no to you too. You need to be very conscious of the habits that you're creating. Um, it's very, very easy to form habits um, and not always, they're not always healthy habits. So you need to be saying no to you too. And before you do things, asking yourself if they're serving you well. So as you go to pick up that glass of wine at five or six o'clock at night as you go into lockdown, um, should you really be doing that? Do you really need it? Why are you doing it? What other issues are you facing? Um, yeah, just... 
you, you can speak to people, you can talk to people, you can do things, but just be very careful that with what you're doing and maybe that no needs to apply to you too, which mm. I think is kind of off topic, but it was just listening to you saying the same no and knowing that that no is to stop the negative energy coming in from outside people as well. I think it's, I think it also applies to us because it is a difficult time. It is, I agree. But I think there needs to be a degree of balance as, as there always needs to be. And I was having a conversation with one of my clients earlier on today, actually. Um, and last week we'd spoken and she said one of the things she wanted to do in terms of nourishing her body was to focus on restricting her chocolate intake six days a week. That was one of her goals. She felt like she was eating too much. So I said, okay, fine. It was really important to her at the time. And it was bothering her. So that's what she wanted to do. This week, she's decided to throw it out the window <laughs> because it's not going well. And actually, because the focus had been on depriving herself of something, rather than the focus being on a, the positive side, which would be nourishing your body with something, it just was, simply wasn't working for her. Mm -hmm. And I think there's, there's got to be, um, you've got to reframe all these things in your mind because, you know, we're kind of, at the moment, all the news is negative. Everything feels a bit negative. There's a little bit of anxiety going on. The last thing we want to do is add to that by then restricting ourselves and depriving ourselves of things that bring us joy. And, you know, I'm talking about chocolate specifically. <laughs> you're not, just, not, so you're I'm still, you're back on sugar. Yeah. So um, I don't mean by that that you should start drinking alcohol at 11am in the morning because it brings you joy. Of course I don't. And I'm not eating tons of chocolate more than I normally do. But it's not the time for me, or I imagine for most people, to start trying to focus on um, being very, very good and feeling bad when you don't. However, it is the time to be thinking about, okay, that makes me feel good. Is it the end of, work of the world if I have the odd glass of wine once, twice a week? Of course not. Should I be having it every single night? Maybe not. Let's get some balance but we shouldn't feel guilty for the things that we do that provide us with that little bit of whatever, joy, um, relaxation. But in addition to that, you know, what we don't want to be doing is spending our day with no boundaries, saying yes to everyone, running ourselves ragged, um, doing, doing, doing for everyone else. And, you know, and that, that also means working if you're working and never ever taking any time out for your own self-care, for your own, um, mental health, taking 10 minutes out to meditate, reading a book, going for a walk on your own, having some space mm -hmm. because we're not used to everyone being in the house with us. And whilst we love our families, sometimes we don't like them. You know, it's just fact. So it is important that we're creating those boundaries. It can be hard to do, as I say, if you're not used to ever saying no. But what I think can happen if you start to say no to people. Um, and in some instances, you may need to explain why you're saying no. No doesn't mean, no, I'm never doing it. I'm never helping you out ever again. It just, it just means, no, not right now. Not right now. You, to, you need to wait half an hour or you need to wait a day. And in fairness to the people that are expecting these things of you, they're expecting them because you're always doing them. 
and and also they don't really have an idea of quite how many other things that you're doing at the same time how many other people you're helping so it's you know it, it's got to be a balance you've got to con- take control of your time there's only 24 hours in a day and you've got to be in charge of that and yeah. no one no one else is going to help you do that they're just not realistically because they don't really know what's going on inside they don't know how you're feeling so you've got to take control you've got to set those boundaries decide what those boundaries look like um and apply them and be really stringent with it and actually i think people will respect you for it i think we fear the response we're going to get people can respect you for it and at the very best you could potentially be uh, an inspiration to those that mm-hmm. you're saying no to because then they might question why they're saying yes all the time themselves yeah yeah well I mean, I'm, I'm saying no to myself on a regular basis at the moment which I think for me is an interesting one so I, I think I said on the last podcast that what I um what I I got my tarot cards read um <clears throat> which was oh yeah very 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 interesting but one of the things that came out of that um, was on from my own point of view was the need to step back um, mm. and that I needed to relax a little bit more because there was a little bit of chaos and things going on in my life. So as difficult as this situation is, one of the things that I'm choosing to do, and this is maybe me setting boundaries in my own life, but one of the things that I'm making a very, very conscious effort to do is to be very present. Mm. So I'm trying not to think about the past. I'm trying not to think about the present, uh, the, the future, sorry. I'm trying not to think about um, the big change in the nature of, the work that I do. Um, I mean, a lot of people at the moment, I think, will be will be in a real panic because they don't have money coming in. They don't have, maybe their, their income's reducing. Maybe they're concerned about their job. I think the reality of the situation is that you can't do an awful lot about where you're at at the moment. Um, and I know that's a difficult thing to say, but that's the reality of it. You can't actually do anything. And sitting in a state of fear and a state of panic and a state of worry really isn't going to do anything for you here. You know, the situation, it, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. And I think if you go into the negative um, and you let yourself be in that place of fear and that place of worry, you're not going to be able to deal with all of the realities of life, if that makes sense. Mm. So I think that one of that, that's like another boundary that I'm setting for myself. I'm setting myself that boundary of trying not to think too much about the future, looking at where I'm at, wondering what kind of things that I can do. Yeah. Yeah. And we had, we had a brief discussion about this a couple of nights ago, didn't we? And I think that it, it, I think it's really important that we do focus on the present. As you know, that I was thinking, oh, what if, what if, what if into the future? And we can't, we can't predict what's going to happen. And we just have to do the best, as you say, with, with what we've got right now. 
Well, it's hard. Because... For example, you take us right right at the very beginning of, of the, the, the tail end of 2019, coming into 2020, when we were talking about we're going to do this and we're going to do that, we're going to do the next thing. And you start to put the plans in place to do all of that. And then one of the things that I was going to do, for example, was I was going to release my um, my detox program. So I do this detox program. It's got amazing results. Come and do it. Most of the, the average weight loss, and I'm not promoting my program, there's a point to all of this, but the average weight loss over a seven-day period is seven to ten pounds the vast majority of people don't put that weight back on again because they start going into a changed way of eating. Um, and it's, it's just, it's an amazing program. And then I thought, I can't release this program. And I was having this discussion with my husband because you need certain food. It's a food-based yeah. program. It's not a supplements-based program. It's not a, like a product-based program. It's a healthy food so to be able to do it, you need to have all of your fruit and your vegetables to hand so that you can cook all this food that I've got in it. And I was saying to my husband, I can't do it. I mean, I'm fairly privileged. Um, I'm not struggling for food. I've got, at the moment, I've got access to what I need. My fridge is relatively well stocked. But I don't have what I need in my fridge to be able to do that seven-day detox program. So am I going to go out there and do that? And I also know that if you do this program, one of the things that you do is you cut sugar from your diet. Um, I was doing 70, 40 days for Lent of no sugar. I had a piece of millionaire shortbread last night. I've had other things that I've got sugar in them because I'm, it, I need a little bit of pleasure and those little bits of sugar are little bits of pleasure in my life. So I let that go. It's like, okay, I'm not doing this 40 days alone anymore. I'm having a little bit of sugar. I know that if you do my detox program and you cut sugar three to four days in, you're going to feel really crap, like really, really crap. Like you're detoxing out of the sugar. You're going to feel low in energy. You're going to feel low in mood. It passes super quickly, but you're still going to have like maybe a 24 to 48 hour period as you go through that sugar detox where you're potentially climbing the walls because you want the sugar and you're coaxing your body or, or trying to get your body out of the habit of having that sugar. How can I say to anybody, how can I go in and say, guys, do this program. You're going to love this program. It's going to be great. When you're a mum, for example, sitting at home with kids who are driving you nuts and you're just thinking, ah, I just want a coffee or a cup of tea and a chocolate biscuit or something like that. How can I say to them, you can't have that? What are they supposed to do? They're in a confined space. They need that little bit of comfort. So I just decided, you know, I'm not even going to do this. I'm not going to do it because in my own mind, I can't promote this. I don't feel right promoting this. I just, I don't care. Maybe no. I could sell some, but in my own mind, could I do that and restrict myself that way in this current situation? Well, no, I've just proven that I can't. I've just told you that I've gone, I'm having sugar again and I've busted my 40 day no sugar for length thing. So I know that I can't do that as well. But even although I've introduced the sugar back, I'm still setting the boundaries. I'm not going to be going through the course of the day and having an abnormal amount of chocolate to give me boosts, etc. I'm still being very conscious of the fact that I need to be drinking lots more water, I yeah. need to be moving, I need to be eating healthily, etc, etc. Mm -hmm. 
So the whole, like our lives have changed massively too in what we were going to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you, you see so many businesses having to pivot and actually consider what do people really need right now? Um, and you're right, they don't necessarily need a detox. <laughs> and it, you know, there's far more pressing situations for people. Um, but I think what people need to do, and again, it, it, it can, I, I think it's quite overwhelming, the amount of emails we're receiving, all on social media, do this, do that, try this for free, and all, all this free stuff that's coming at us now. We need to be careful that we're not overdoing it all and, and getting wrapped up in all of that as well because we're trying to do all for the kids you know the home learning and and the activities that they need to do school have sent home more work now for my kids and there are sheets and sheets of family activities how, how am I doing family activities when I'm trying to work you know it, there's a lot to try and factor in and so we as you say we've just got to let go and and work on the present but I think I think a way around this is, is for people at home that are listening to think about, you know, what are my struggles right now? What do I feel I need to deal with? If that is stress, if you feel like you're stressed, and not everyone is feeling that. Mm-hmm. Some people are feeling quite chilled out because their, you know, lives are slightly less chaotic perhaps than they previously were. But if stress is an issue and anxiety is an issue, then you need to figure out what you're going to do to lower that stress. So that might be to meditate, to read a book, whatever the self-care is that you need to do. Um, you know, then you need to figure out well, when am I going to do it and how long am I going to spend doing it? You need to practice these things on a daily basis uh, to get, you know, the, the benefit of it. So if that's going to happen on a daily basis and you decide you're going to spend 15 minutes meditating or reading, yeah. when are you going to do it? And you need to block that time out. You need to tell family, you know, turn your phone off. I'm not available for the next 15 minutes. I mean, it's not a big ask, really. Um, Whatever it is that you need right now. And if it's, you know, you're starting to think, oh, I'm snacking. I'm just eating rubbish because I'm bored and it's like Groundhog Day. And, you know, I've got no routine. We're creatures of habit. We need routines. And despite the fact some people say they don't like a routine, our lives are always, you know, routine. And yes, you know, we need to be impulsive and go off and do things but actually to maintain some form of routine feels safe it gives you a little bit more security and so maybe you need to implement a routine and be fairly strict I I don't necessarily mean implement a home learning schedule for your children that is not 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 going to work you could go back roughly to your own your old routine you can still when we get up shower yeah absolutely I'm carrying on. I know there's plenty of people that are not putting makeup on, staying in their pajamas all day, not washing their hair. That would make me feel terrible. Yeah, me too. I would feel crap. But I thought you said something earlier on that really made me laugh. And so I just, before I I lose my train of thought on this, you were talking about working out with the kids. And I'm very conscious of these, a lot, watching a lot of mums doing online workouts. There's one particular trainer from the UK who's doing PE sessions for kids. And I think it's great. The the pretty curly haired. That's the one. Yeah, Joe Wicks. Okay. And I mean, fair enough. I've got absolutely no issues with what he's doing. I think it's great. But what I think is amusing is all the mums doing the workouts with the kids. 
you could, I'm really fit, okay, I'm really fit, and I'm, and I'm a fitness professional, etc., etc. I have absolutely no desire to stand in front of Joe Wicks doing a kids-related PE session in the morning that gets me <laughs> sweaty. A little bit of um, interruption there. I got you back. I think, yeah, we're back. I think it was my internet went down a little bit, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was um, just saying, I've got no desire at all to do that. Absolutely no desire at all. And likewise, like, if Quinn wants to work out with me, my youngest one, she had all these great intentions of coming out and doing these workouts with me. Um, can you hear me, Sarah? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just, just we had a bit of inter uh, interruption there. Um, she's not coming and asking me to do it. But what she is coming and asking to do is, can she ride her bike round about the garden? Can she, can she do this? Can she do that? Can she do the next thing? And I'm, it's like, yeah, on you go. Am I going to be like, okay, at nine o'clock every morning, we're going to sit down and do these live workouts with Joe Wicks doing PE. You're doing things that you don't ordinarily do. And I think this is one of the things that I think we have to be very cognizant of. How many things are you doing that you don't ordinarily do that you don't necessarily want to do? And are you doing them out of a sense of guilt? It's like, oh, I never get a chance to do this with my kids. I'm going to do it with them now. What kind of habits have you set? And again, that you maybe don't want to carry forward into your life. If Joe Wicks is doing these workouts and your kids really want to do it, then let your kids come to you and say, hey, mom, switch on the TV. Can you put on that Joe Wicks workout? I'm really excited to do that. If they don't come and ask you to do that, there's a pretty big chance that they don't want to do it. And the only reason that they're doing it is because you're pushing them to do it. So these, it's the boundaries thing. Your children don't know to come and set boundaries with you. Mm. So you have to be very conscious of what you're doing with them as well. So that's not a criticism of what he's doing. It's more a case of taking a step back and asking what you're doing. Do you want to do it? Do your kids want to do it? Do you feel obligated to do it? Is it necessary? And do we maybe not use this as a little bit of a chance for the children to not escape from their routines, but don't force them to do things that they don't want to do because they're under enough stress and strain at the moment. They're in a really difficult situation too, not just you. They don't get to see their friends. They don't get to socialise. They've no after-school activities anymore. Mm -hmm. Don't make them do things that they maybe don't want to do. Yeah. No, my two aren't remotely interested in, in doing the PE <laughs> at all. But we do go for a daily walk. And, you know, we, we make it fun. They've been trying to find sticks and make Harry Potter ones and running races and all that kind of thing. But it's challenging for parents. I agree with what you're saying. But then, and it, it is guilt. It is guilt. You know, do I want my children sat in front of YouTube all day watching someone play Minecraft? Not even, you know, they're watching someone else play Minecraft. Do I want them to do that? No. Are they doing it? Yes. Because I'm working. And yeah. are, they, are they happy? Yes, absolutely they're happy. Um, we're doing activities together, of course. But a lot of the time where I'm thinking, oh, I should be doing this. I should, it's out of a sense of obligation and mm -hmm. out of a sense of guilt. And whenever I've, you know, that's become overwhelming for me and I've got up from my desk and I said, right, kids, let's do this. Don't want to. 
okay, let's do this. Nah. <laughs> so I can try, but you know, they're setting boundaries to themselves as well. And I agree. Yeah. They're having to navigate a very, very different situation and they'll soon get bored enough of doing what they're currently doing. And then we'll have maybe to do- not, maybe not if it's the iPads and whatever maybe, else. Maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> But I, I'm pulling them away and restricting the time. But when they're getting it, they're they're happy. And, but you know, pulling them away to do other things. Um, we've got jigsaws on the go. We've got reading. We've got you know other activities that they're enjoying. But yeah, I agree. We've got to be respectful of other people's boundaries as well as setting our own and requiring respect for those. So you know, talking to your children whoever else is in your house to say these, this is what I'm doing that I expect you to respect that. And then asking them what, what is it that, you know, what are your boundaries? What is it that you want out of this situation or this day or this week? Um, and I'll make sure that happens, but you need to be reasonable. Um, we're all living in a confined space together and we've got to get some form of balance. Yeah. Yeah, and I, the, the, the word respectful, I think, is a good one to use because I think you do have to respect the kids' times as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're at school, I mean, they're not sitting behind a desk the whole time that they're at school, work, 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 working. Mm-hmm. They do have downtime. They do have reading time. They do have time with their friends. They will do a little bit of work and they'll be chatting with their friends at the same time. Now they're not in that situation. Now yeah. they're behind the desks and they're doing what they need to do. And you've got to let them be, be people as well. So yeah. that's setting, I think that's us setting our boundaries and how much of a control freak we need to be. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of that control freak, as you said, I think is governed by the guilt. It's like, oh, I don't get to see my kids all day because they're at school. So let's start working out with them and playing games with them and doing all these other things. My kids have got no bloody interest in doing (laughs) playing games with me. And and as somebody who's got older kids as well, I mean, I often say to my older two, do you remember what it was like whenever I was working all those hours, et cetera, et cetera. And it's funny the things that they remember. They're not going to hold it against you if you don't sit on top of them if you don't work out with them they're not going to hold it against you no and they'll they'll do things that they want to do as you're saying yesterday i ran a live workout for kids um between the ages of nine and 16 and i said to my daughter look you know you do these with me all the time that she does my weekly class and i said why don't you come on camera with me it's not like it's not broadcast to the world it's on zoom it's closed it's only the people that join that can see and she loved it she did it alongside me like she was the instructor on the camera she could see all her friends on the screen um and she really enjoyed the experience if i'd said to her come come and do a workout with me there's no way she would not have had any interest whatsoever but she felt um she had some some autonomy over it because she knew that her friends were going to see her and she you know, felt quite pleased about the fact that she was at the front and yeah, it was different. So it's, you know, you've got to come to a compromise, haven't you, with these boundaries and then respect is really important. But please, if you're listening, be respectful of your own time. Please figure out what it is you need right now. Find a way of dealing with that and set those boundaries. 
and we'd love to know how you're doing that what you're doing and whether you're struggling with it but you need to practice the word no a little bit more often than perhaps you normally would do yeah and stop trying to be perfect and get it all right because there's no legislation for this situation that we're currently in no. you just have to go with the flow you're going to make mistakes you're going to come out of this period and you're going to wish that you'd done other things that you'd maybe not done this and you'd not done that and do you know that's okay that's okay because this is a unique set of circumstances for everyone and nobody knows here what the future holds so just give yourself um give yourself a break but just be very very conscious of the habits that you're creating at the moment and setting for yourself because um as we all know it's difficult to get out of bad habits so associating lockdown time of six o'clock or seven o'clock with alcohol and i'm a big one for the alcohol because i'm always helping people then get out of the other side of that just be very careful that um it might be difficult to break that habit whenever you come out of this situation because we're going to come out and even when we come out of this life is going to look really different for a good six months yeah for sure crash bang wallop yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely crash bang wallop all right well let us um yeah let, let us know how you're dealing with it all and stay safe and stay sane and go easy on yourself yeah take care everyone and speak to you soon <laughs>